Well, I too would like to welcome all of you. Uh, you can't say that you have a favorite topic because in, uh, in our path everything is exciting and full of joy, but uh, when Maria said that the topic, well, I said, what's the topic this week? And she said, the inner uh, kingdom. I thought, oh boy, that's a really good, <laughs> that's a really fun topic, so I'll temper my enthusiasm. Uh, but I would like to read from Whispers from Eternity, Paramahansa Yogananda's demand for realizing the expansion of consciousness in the cosmic sound. Manifest thyself to me, O Father, as the light of reason and as the blaze of wisdom, as the breeze of amity and of self-expanding harmony. Manifest thyself through the song of atoms and electrons, whose music vibration encompasses the universe. Teach me to hear thy cosmic voice, which first commanded all vibration to begin, inspiring every pinpoint of creation to sing its own special melody. Oh, let me hear within me thy cosmic voice, so long hidden behind the hubbub of outer creation. Let my magic wand of meditation touch all sounds and melt them into the one cosmic sound of Om. Lo, how it courses o'er the earth in the sky and far out from earth to reach the stars. Appear to me as Om, 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 thy cosmic song, which gives life to and infuses all sounds. Every cell of my body, every nerve, every ripple of my thoughts now sings with thy great cosmic anthem, Om. The promise of the inner kingdom, the description of the inner kingdom, stand in opposition to the world of duality, the world of materialism, the world which surrounds us. But what Master's saying is that what really surrounds us is Om. Everything is the Divine Mother. Om is the threefold creation, preservation, and dissolution of the physical universe. And the spirit realm doesn't dissolve. The spirit realm is constant. God is the only reality. So we find ourselves in this apparently dual world and Krishna and Christ and Buddha and all the masters of every religion in all time talk about with one description the inner kingdom, the real world, the duality that we live in. In Master's poem, Samadhi, he says that it's veils of light and shade and that they're covering the light, the constancy. And the problem that we have in the outer world is that we concentrate on the veils, 
We study the veils, we analyze the veils, we dissect the veils, we make every point of our observation the veils, and we forget that it is the light shining through the veils that is the reality. The reality is the eight aspects of God, love and joy and peace and calmness and power and light and sound. Those are the realities of the inner kingdom. Why don't we go to the inner kingdom? <laughs> that was Swami Kriyananda's question. What's wrong with you people? Why do you spend all your time arguing and hating and drawing little divides between what part of an island your parents were born on or what color your skin is or was or will be? It's very, very changeable. But we spend a lot of time arguing about it, don't we? And who owns this, and who doesn't own that, and what should I have? And in the inner kingdom, those questions are all resolved in Om. We are all children of the Mother, Father, God. It's very simple. God is very simple. The whole universe is very complex. But it's animated by God's light. And when gazing, I see only thee, as the singers express so clearly. Swami Kriyananda's songs express repeatedly the idea that our lives are blessed when we focus on the inner kingdom. And in fact, the goal of life is to move back to the inner kingdom, to migrate to back to the inner kingdom, our roots. I was watching a show and this person was talking about their roots and I went, that's just one half of your mom's genealogy, honey. <laughs> you are in fact a daughter of the Divine Mother, a perfect reflection of God in the soul. And that is what we have to focus on. And interestingly enough, every master that's ever come has said the same thing, but we don't get it. We, why don't we get it? Because Maya has power. Because evil has power to draw us out. And this is the reading that Maria gave us. We're drawn out into the outside world. Do you think you'd ever hear an affirmation on truthfulness in the New York Times? <laughs> Would you ever read that or see it on the television or on the internet? Well, on the internet you will because you can get the YouTube Ananda application and 137,000 of your friends can enjoy it. But beyond that, and the Buddhists and the yoga students and the saints of all religions and all true paths, there is this pull to divide and to think that the material world is the real world and the spirit world is not real because it's not right in front of us. Veils of light and shade the dim sensory mirage. And we worship the dim sensory mirage and we think the bright lights are in Vegas. The bright lights are in the chakras. <laughs> it's, it's reverse, it's completely reverse. But all of you and all true seekers and everyone watching this broadcast has for one reason or another 
come to the beginning or the nearly complete realization that God, who is infinite, is life. God, who is in all life, is joy. Life is a mission from on high. Life is the quest for inner joy. It's that simple. And we have to keep that in mind. And we have to focus on that reality. When Krishna was a little teeny baby, he had the name Gopala. And like any other little kid, he was wandering around in Brindaban. And one day, like so many children do, he grabbed a handful of mud and he put it in his mouth. Mm. There's all sorts of theories about mineral needs, and we won't go into it. But Mother Yashoda said, oh, Krishna, what are you doing? And she went over and she wanted to get the mud out of his mouth. She opened his mouth. The entire universe was there. All the 200 billion galaxies were all in there. Some scientists think there's a trillion galaxies, but 200 billion galaxies, they're all in there. And she realized, this isn't Krishna, my little boy, my little stepson. This is God. We have to look beyond the appearance that God is limited. We have to realize, as St. John Vianney said, and Swami Kriyananda quoted often, if you realized how much God loved you, you would die for joy. That's the reality. It's not Serbia and Kosovo and all this fighting. There's plenty of that to go around. But it's not going to give you truth. If you realized how God, much God loved you, you would die for joy. And what did the Master say? Paramahansa Yogananda used to quote Krishna. Get away from my ocean of suffering. What do we do? Analyze my ocean of suffering. Dissect my ocean of suffering. Dive in my ocean of suffering. Bathe in my ocean of suffering. Analyze my ocean of suffering. Blame someone for my ocean of suffering. <laughs> that's where we're at. But that's not where the masters are. And so what do we see in the world around us? We see troubles and conflict and issues. And what do the masters see? If you knew how much God loved you, you would die for joy. What did the Master see when he walked around the world? Bubbles of light. People of light. You have no idea how beautiful you are. Silver light and golden light. I vote for moving to the inner kingdom. I vote for looking at everyone as an image of God and seeing past the frailties and the shortages. It really amazed me when I first met Swami Kriyananda, that he was just accepting of everyone he met, including me. <laughs> was this crazy teenage kid. What in the world? And yet, what, was, what came from Swamiji? Oh, hello. Welcome. Oh, welcome to Ananda. Welcome to the spiritual path. Welcome to the inner kingdom. Welcome to the quest for joy. That was the way he saw people, and we have to see people that way. Everyone. There are many preachers, and I was listening to a preacher last week on the radio, and he said that it's real simple. 
if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're going to the lake of fire, you're going to burn forever. And I was like, wow. My first reaction was, ugh. (laughs) Is there another station on? (laughs) But I understood, and I thought about it, that each of us is at some place along the journey towards the inner kingdom. And some people need to be scared of the lake of fire. And that will help them to move, get their lives together. Luckily, that's not Master's path because he is attracting souls like yourselves, watching wherever you are in the world. He's an octave of the same one truth, but the veil is different. It's a different veil. It doesn't make it better or worse. It makes it applicable to where we are. So whatever your guru is, whatever your path is, or wherever you are on the path of Kriya Yoga, you need to pick up those parts of the teachings that are going to help you this week. We need to keep the inspiration level high, real high, to keep thinking about the inner kingdom, some aspect of it. Now, my friend, the preacher that wanted to warn everyone about the lake of fire, I would remind him about Jesus, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. But that's because that's where we're at. Master said that was Christ's greatest miracle. That on the cross he said that. He just wasn't going to get into the duality of it. He was just going to hold to the inner kingdom. So this isn't going well. They've crucified me. Everyone's all confused. But Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. This is going to pass. This is just a little ignorance. It's just a veil of light and shade. And it's going to go forward. Keep your inspiration high. Keep your meditations high. Look around you. When gazing, I see only these. So if you see leaves or clouds, there were some really good clouds dancing this morning in the sky. Look at the clouds. Look at the birds. This time of year, you can see the western tanager. You can see the, you know, there's a, there's a constant display in nature. But look at each other. Look at the kindnesses. Look at the medical help that some of our members got last week in two successful operations. Think of the kindness and the training that those doctors and nurses went through. Think of the beauty of the wedding. A young, yesterday, if you don't know, a couple got married here. And we had Swami Kriyananda's music, and we had a wonderful celebration for two wonderful souls. And Jyotish and Devi did the wedding, and I thought, I remember when Jyotish and Devi got married. (laughs) It doesn't seem like that long ago, does it? Yeah, it was a long time ago, because time's another illusion. The inner kingdom doesn't have time. It doesn't have space. It has light. It has love. It has peace. It has joy. Keep your focus on that. Don't focus all the time on the troubles of the world. If you have to know troubles of the world, okay, some of us have to do this and do that and fix this and fix that. And some of us uh, have duties where we have to know this or that part of the drama. But behind it, 
is light. What we need is light. What we need to do is focus on light. What we need to do is meditate on light and relax into light. So when you go to meditate, relax the body. Let go of the tension of the physical body and then relax more deeply. And when you think you're totally relaxed, relax some more. Let go of more and then mentally relax. When you go to meditate, take all your tensions and worries Put them at the door of your meditation with your shoes and leave them there. We'll get them at the end of the meditation. And do the mantras that your guru has taught you or chant or sing or do your devotional practices or your pranayamas. And, and I don't... Whatever your religion is, there's, there's a practice that some master has given you. Practice your Buddhism. Practice your... Rosary. I don't, it doesn't matter what your, your chosen path is. The important thing is that you practice with devotion and you realize how much God loves you and how close God is. Right here, right now. All the time right here, right now. At work. All the time. God's never far away because there is no distance. We live in the inner kingdom. Live in that inner kingdom. And feel that presence and that consciousness and realize you are that consciousness. You're not the veils of light and shade, a tiny bubble of laughter. I am become the sea of mirth itself. God bless you all. In India there lived by the banks of a stream a hermit whose prayers chose applause for their theme. He gazed at the flowers and he smiled at the sun. Then he clapped with delight. Lord, he cried, oh, well done. Well done.